As followers of Christ, we are faced with new norms and societal changes that may differ from our worldview. We see fads continue to shape not only our culture, but our beliefs as well. Are we following the trends of life, or are we seeking after the deeper truths which God places before us? We'll discuss these questions and more in Trend or Truth. This is Zorn here at the Amp Station. Uh, we're going to talk today about something um, that I know our three guests have all um, actually are, are going through it or about to go through it or uh, have very recently had to go through some of these things. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, how to trust God in the decisions for the next step in your life or the, or the you know, what's coming up. So uh, first I want to introduce, and I'm going to get this right this time, this is my oldest daughter. This is Addison Nakashima. Hey, hey, hey. I got it right. <laughs> you did. I keep forgetting that you are married off now. And uh, she's married off to uh, one of my favorite guys in the whole wide world, one of my former baseball guys, and uh, just ended up being a great friend and someone that I lean on. He helped me build this uh, amp station. Uh, just was in here almost every day, just hard at work. And that is uh, Christopher Nakashima. What's going on? And you know we will be calling you knock through the whole thing, so just uh, <laughs> just get used to that. And I guess you're already used to it because that's what people call you anyway. Yeah, right? that full so. name was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fault. So then uh, the next one is, uh, he's a senior here, um, finishing up his work right now at Rogers State University, um, and he's been with us before several times, so uh, Mason Phillips. How's he going? All right, so um, are you guys uh, challenged up and ready to talk about this uh, this topic? Let's I know, do uh, it. So I know Addie has uh, had some news about her med school that's got her uh, in a prayerful state, just trying to um, trust what God has for her, and uh, n- not terrible news, but not great news at the same time. So she's got a, just something she's going to trust in God with. And Knock over there has had a um, uh, some stuff with work and, and being in the United States and becoming a citizen and, and some things that I know he's really going to have to uh, trust God for uh, and his plan. And then Mason... Um, he's not afraid to talk about it. I'm just kind of getting through with school, and am I supposed to be in Claremore? Supposed to be in Tulsa? Am I supposed to be in Puerto Rico or wherever? You know, it's just like I really what? Have no idea. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, I always I think, choose the beach, Mason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so I, I kind of, you know, it was. Uh, we didn't really know what we were going to talk about this week, but whenever it was you three available, I just thought it was a perfect opportunity to kind of talk about this subject. So, uh, first off. Um, what any first thoughts that you uh, uh anything that you're really wanting to talk about or just some thoughts that you have about the topic of you know putting our trust in God for what where he's taking us one thing just to maybe just kick us off is um you know the kind of quote that says if your dreams aren't big enough to scare you then you need to dream bigger and so sometimes when you think about stuff like that like you really got to trust in God for the things that do scare you that you know are going to take you to where you want to be yeah, that's so good. I remember uh, in a previous episode, uh, Mason had said something that I actually pastor apped it. It was, a, you know, I put it in my pastor app because he had said, if if you're looking for a small God, you'll find a small God or, or you know, something along that line. So uh, that's a really valid point. So, uh, Addie, Mace, you guys got anything to add on that? Or? I think this is going to be one of those um, podcast slash lessons that you kind of learn from as you do it. Like, it might teach me more than, like, what I know right now just from having the discussion. So... Honestly, I don't have anything specific right now, but I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. 
Yeah, I'll have to echo those thoughts. I don't have anything specific right now, but we'll see where this takes us. Well, good. Um, one of the reasons that I gathered you three specifically um, was because I do know that, you know, right now or very recently you've had to deal with this. So just right off the top, does it does it give you a sense of solace to know that there are other Christ followers that, you know, things aren't just falling into place for? You know, the Bible says that it's not going to be an easy thing, but if you'll trust in me, then, uh, you know, I just told them they couldn't use Proverbs sixteen nine, which says that, you know, he'll direct your path or your steps. Um, I want them to dig deeper in the Bible than just the, the obvious stuff. But does it give you solace knowing that you got other Christ believers that are going through kind of a similar situation and, and maybe have those people to walk it out with and talk it out with? Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of a topic where at our age, we're kind of expected to have our crap together, but... You know, we also kind of all know none of us have our crap together. That's why it's the whole joke of like, oh, I'm adulting now, but like nobody is succeeding at adulting, it feels like. So it's kind of <clears throat> comfortable to know that other people are also struggling with us. <laughs> We're all riding the same struggle bus. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think there's definitely a, you know, a feeling of community in that. And I'm going to go two for two on quotes here, but, you know, misery loves company when you're feeling down. And then you got other people that are feeling the same way. You kind of just, you know, start to like feel closer together because you're both going through a struggle. And I think that's no different in this situation. And I think as long as we can use that misery through company to get to somewhere where we can be in a more positive state, you know, we can use it for good instead of just, you know, wallowing in it and sitting in it and not doing anything with it. Because joy loves company too, right? I mean, and if we mm-hmm. can find that joyous state and uh, someone knows that we're going through a tough time, but we still are finding joy in the moments that, that can rub off as well. Don't you think Mace? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest lies is that you're going through it alone. I mean, right now, nobody's going through the, all this crap alone. I mean, we're all dealing with something right now. So I think when people tend to, uh, feel like they're going through it alone, they tend to isolate themselves more than it's definitely, we know God doesn't leave us, doesn't forsake us. He doesn't leave our side. Um, but we will kind of turn our back on him and, I think going to that isolation where we can feel a little bit sorry for ourselves and just not um, not really get into the word, get into – I, I had a couple more conversations this week with some people that are struggling a little bit, and it was, where's your prayer life? Where's your Bible reading? And, you know, non-existent. Um, and, and we just can't do that. We can't, cannot, cannot forget to do those two things. So uh, in, in the situations that you're in, uh, you know, with med school, with getting through with school, with uh, – uh, you know, green card situation and things like that. What What is it that scares you the most about these situations? Is there something specific? Is it, you know, just what is it? Elaborate a little bit on, on what scares you in these in these moments. I think for, for me, it's kind of been, I've had that feeling that I could have done something or should have done something maybe a year ago or two years ago to get me further than where I am now. And maybe that moment's already passed me. That's one thing I've struggled with, and another is that when I graduate, I'm not going to have anything to go to after this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be stuck where I'm at, and I won't be able to go where I want to. I won't be able to excel in my dreams. I'll just okay. kind of be mediocre, and I don't want that. Right. It right. kind of scares me. That's good. I have to definitely second that. Like, just the fear of, like, oh, my gosh, I missed something a year ago. In the process of, like, trying to have it all figured out, I messed something up, you know? So I definitely understand that. Um, I think that what scares me the most about all of it is, like, maybe I missed something in the past and, like, now I've been on this path and have been 
doing it all wrong all along and mm-hmm. thinking I had it right. And I think that's my biggest fear. But also, you know, something that I've kind of been struggling with is like, do things change as time goes on? Does God call you to something and then change it as you go on? Because you had a purpose in that, you know, in the last two, three, four years, but now that purpose is different. So that's something that's kind of scary is like, did I spend all this time committed to something? And then now it's like, well, am I, am I changing my commitments? You know, is that God's purpose? See, that's kind of interesting because I, I have a almost opposite feeling of, of what not scares me the most, but you know, I, I kind of worry about the most and, you know, you guys are talking about stuff that's happened before and you, you know, you weren't sure if you did things right previously in the years past or leading up to the situation where for me, it's like, once I get through those things, it's, you know, we're good. Like I'll, I'll live with the decisions I made. And then the, the scary part is the unknown that's coming up and you're not sure like what to do as you move forward. Where for you guys, it's a little bit more like, man, is there something I could have done that could have, could have pushed me forward this way? So it's kind of interesting to see the almost opposite perspective where I'm, you know, more worried about the next decision where you guys were kind of thinking about the previous one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm worried about both. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm a perfectionist. I don't know about Mason, but like, I'm I don't pretty, like to mess up. I'm pretty meticulous. So yeah, I am too. <laughs> yeah. I want things done the right way. And like, I feel like if you do them the right way, hopefully it'll be the easiest way that you can do it. If you pay attention, like, and work hard at it. Yeah. And like so far in my experience, that is very wrong. Cause I feel <laughs> like I have done things right. And it just still does not go the right way. And, you know, you see it work out for everybody else except for you. And then you're like, well, what did I do mm-hmm. wrong? And that's whenever I go back to analyzing. But, like, as far as what you said, Nock, was, like, I worry about, you know, the future, too, but also the past because I want it to all be perfect, you know? Yeah, I have an issue of overanalyzing. Because sometimes when I'm approached with, like, a really big project to work on, I start thinking about it and thinking about it. And then I get worried that I'm not going to get it right. And then I keep pushing it off and pushing it off. And then yeah. that hurts me, too. And so those <laughs> It's like I'm stuck sometimes. I can't get out of my own way. So I'm I'm a guy that doesn't plan, in case y'all didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> my hell, I am Saran and this podcast and uh, all that. But, so you know, I've just always kind of just, uh, as things come, I, I deal with them and I handle them and I, and I go through. Knock, are you a planner? Or are you kind of a – so because I kind of think like you. I'm more like what can I do to from this point on and go forward and – be living in Christ, be, you know, you know what I mean? And, and I feel like that's kind of what you were saying. And if you're not a planner, then it would kind of line up. Cause I, I'm betting these two guys are planners, not our, uh, Addy and, and uh, Mason. So. Yeah. I'm definitely a little bit more, uh, <laughs> fly by the seat of your pants, especially when it comes to Addy. Like when we, well, what time are we going to get there? When, how are we going to do it? Where are we going? How are we doing this? And it's like, mm, we'll figure it out when we get there. We'll see. And like, we'll right. just, we'll just go with it. And then, you know, when it, when it comes down to like real deal, nitty gritty stuff that I got to get right in my life, like the immigration stuff sure. or going to school and stuff like that, like, you know, I'll, I'll plan it out as much as I can and need to. And I, it's probably still not as much as Addie would right. for some of these things. But, you know, I, I definitely think, all right, let's take this, you know, as it comes through instead of I need to see three years into what this is going to be. I'm a, I don't need to ask Addie if she's a planner, so I'm not even going to look at her right now. <laughs> but Mason, are, are you a planner? Are you a guy that kind of plans things out? I'm kind of in between. I do want to let things kind of come and go as it happens, but I also want to have things planned out. So I'm a little in between. I, I do have wiggle room sometimes, but I also like to know what I'm doing next week and what I'm doing next month. And So this is going to be kind of a tough one, but when you're looking back, um, and, you know, we, we, we strive for honesty on this and, and – and, 
sometimes our honesty that feels hard to say can help someone grow in a moment or whatever. So um, how, how much looking back on those plans, are you looking back on the things that you planned and maybe weren't necessarily God's plan? Ooh, that's a tough one for <laughs> yeah. the planners out here. Yeah, because I look at where I am now, and if it was up to me, I don't think I'd even be here. I think all this was, of course, designed by God. He wanted me where I am now, but because I originally thought I was going to go to OSU for college, and I didn't think I was going to go to RSU. Right. Uh, I was originally part of a different ministry. I didn't think I'd be part of AMP. Uh, I was wanting to get more into film, and now lately my uh, career is looking more towards audio and radio and podcasting, so... A lot of what I thought I was going to do isn't really happening, and it's more what God is directing me towards. And are you still enjoying those things? I'm loving it, yeah, Good. but Good. it's just been a different experience. Yeah, yeah. Addie? Um, it's a really hard question for me because I feel like I, I do plan way too much, and I know that that's a flaw of mine. But for me, planning is like, what I like whenever I plan things I'm like okay Jesus I'm planning this please please help me plan it you know and then I put plans into place and then they change and I'm like okay Jesus you changed my plans what are you doing you know and I get frustrated (laughs) and then I'm like well did I have the plans right from the beginning did I did I change my mind you know or did God change my mind did I you know did I mess it up in the process so that's something that like I don't know if it's me messing it up or if it's like did I miss it the first time or like is this just what it's supposed to be like you know maybe it's a lesson I know that with my plans changing my entire life like I've had to just go back and be like okay God you did that and I get that so my plans change and I've had to come to be okay with that because I realize no matter how much you plan it's not going to work out the way you ever imagined it to I get what you're saying and like for me the biggest thing is I feel like when God puts something on my heart and it's something that I enjoy and that I like and that I've always wanted to do, you know, then I, that's when I start questioning it because I'm like, is that my thought or did he plant that there? And, and he's given me strengths and areas. Um, so I've, you know, it's, it's hard for me sometimes to trust that he's given me something in baseball. Let's just use that for an example. Well, am I supposed to pursue that? Cause it really was, or is that a Zornio thought? Because I love baseball, you know, and, and so it's tough for me to trust it immediately. I have to go into prayer and kind of talk to him and say, okay, is this what you really want? Or is this a thing that I want type deal? So we kind of talked about that the other day, you and I did um, about, you know, having your emotions involved in a decision and then also trying to get God involved. And it's a really big struggle to have two options and your heart be totally in, invested in option A, but then you're asking God for guidance between option A and option B. And you're like, okay, a feels right right now, but does A feel right because of me or does A feel right because of God? And then you kind of doubt yourself, even though it might be the right decision. It might be what God wants you to do. It's like, but my emotions are in it. So then you start doubting yourself and it's right. just like you're in this infinite cycle of just confusion. So it's really hard to overcome that and get through it. And I think you and Nock will start to learn too, that you can bounce things off of each other and, and help guide each other. Because your mom's huge for me. She, you know, I'll be talking about something and I'll just be like, I'm, I'm terrified this is for me. And then she'll be like, well, what are you going to benefit? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't get paid. I'm not going <laughs> to get, you know, I'm not getting glory out of it. I'm not, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. But, you know, you get so worried about uh, displeasing God or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, pride's my biggest deal. So I'm, I'm afraid that that's, that's going to rise up and, and your mom's really good at at reminding me that, hey, you're doing okay. 
she's also very good at reminding me when that might be a prideful thing. And mm-hmm. I got to trust that, you know, and, and be able to take that without uh, my feelings getting hurt and understand that she's there to help protect me. And God put her there for that. So, um, so you kind of said something earlier, Addie, and I want to address this because you and I talked about this a little bit. And uh, I, I want to preface this by saying that we're not saying that we know everything about the Bible, right? We're, we're in this to say, here's kind of what we think. Here's some stories that we've heard that are biblical. Here's our take on it. We, the challenge is for you to go and find what it really means and what it really says. Uh, and let us know. Because I want to know, you know, I I don't want to take this and and be taking my guesses or my interpretations or even other pastors that I've heard speak on these things and feel like I get to pass that along to you as as, uh, perfect and absolute knowledge, because that's not what I'm trying to do. This podcast is about trying to expose the truth, whether we say it or whether we say something that that spurns you to go and find it and then share it with us. So uh, does God change his calling on our life? Can't, will he do that? Is that something that God would do? The way I look at it, I think God has a specific calling and purpose for each each person, but we don't see the full uh, each step all at once. We get it right. in bits and pieces, so it looks like sometimes God's changing it, but I don't really think he does. I think we just get each part as it comes. That boy's really good, isn't he? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That's something that I've been struggling with. So, like, just a little bit about, like, my story is what I'm going through is whenever I was younger, like, in high school, I felt like I was called to be a doctor. So, I got out of high school. I went to school, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get my degree in pre-med. So, I got my degree in medical molecular biology. And everybody looks at you like, why the heck would you do that to yourself? And I'm like, I don't know. It's what God wanted, so I'm going to do it. You know, and I, I mean, I did it. I had no... Never changed my degree, never wavered from it. That's what I did. And um, then I ended up, you know, working in the medical field. Well, my plan was to go to medical school straight out of college because, you know, perfectionist daddy had to go right out of college. (laughs) So that didn't happen, which was fine. I mean, okay, I struggled with that, whatever. Then it got to year two, and I'm like, okay, I'm still not in med school. What the heck we doing, Jesus? You know, like, I need your help here. And then now we're entering year three, and I've applied to med school. I got my interview. It took me taking the MCAT more times than I'd like to admit, and that's just like the admission test, and it's like eight hours long, and it's just absolute torture. And it took me studying and working towards it. And I was like, okay, this is your like this is my calling. I'm gonna do it, right? So now after working in the medical field for two years, I'm burnt out. I hate it. I don't want to like I don't enjoy it at all. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, well if that's your calling, then like give me a yes or a no answer this year for if I'm in and if it's a no I will accept it like that is your purpose but I'm telling you like this is where I need to find out so you know God has his kicks and giggles and he decides to insert a gray area that has never previously existed and decided to give me an acceptance into this guaranteed admissions program which is not guaranteed admissions at all can we just admit that (laughs) (laughs) so basically you have to go through for a year and you do A's and B's in these five classes and then you have to retake that admissions test oh, wow. that has kicked my butt multiple times. And if you don't do all those things and get that score, then you don't get in. So I'm like, okay. But I've, if you do, then they guarantee that you get in. Yes. And it comes with a hefty, hefty price tag. Yes, it does. But so obviously that's a tough spot to be in because it's like, okay, I can go do this for a year and then fulfill the calling that I felt like is on my life. But I'm like, I got my calling when I was like 14, 15 years old. So what does 14, 15 year old Addie really know what's going on? You know, like you doubt that. And then you're like, if it's not worked out so far, why is it so hard? But then it's also like my parents did not do me any favors by saying, 
oh, well, the best things in life you have to work the hardest for. And (laughs) that's something that I'm like, okay, it's going to be the best thing. But now I don't even enjoy it. So I'm like, I have this opportunity to take over the business that's been in the family forever that, I mean, has basically been handed to me and (laughs) that I'm, I'm enjoying running and everything. But I'm like, is that where, like, did I go through all these things and then the, not the calling change necessarily, like what you were saying, right. that's, that's so good because it's like, maybe God called you to that, but now he called you that to get you here right. to do something else. Right. And I'll never understand which way is which, you know, but it's <laughs> like one of those things that maybe it's not a change in calling. Maybe it is a right. shift in direction of mm-hmm. your ultimate calling. When, go ahead, not. Uh, well, I got kind of a two-parter response to the question. The first one being a little bit, slightly more biblical. The second one being more of a, analogy as long as it's not Proverbs 16 9 it's not <laughs> so I was reading this devotional today and um it, it kind of mentions something about this where it's you know does God change his call it's kind of inferring that there was a mistake and there was no mistake ever in the plan but here it says but pretty soon God said for the first time it's not good it's not that God had messed up he never messes up something was missing the Lord God said it is not good for the man to be alone and that's Genesis two eighteen. So you can kind of see where he's, he's working through his plan and he's going through these things and then, you know, realizes, okay, I got to add something here or, you know, a shift in direction, but it was never a mistake. It was just an addition to the plan. And then, um, that's good. That's really good. The second part, I'm going to give Bradley Degnan a shout out. We tried to get him on the podcast on the phone, but maybe next time, (laughs) um, you know, you're talking about, should I go with option A or option B? And it made me start thinking about, you know, like video games when you play my player, the career and stuff you have options and you can choose different ways to go. You can choose what team you want to play for. You can answer GMs differently. And it's always, you know, you're going through the storyline, A, B, C, or D, pick one. And the rest of the storyline plays out based on how you answer those questions. Well, in life, you got to make those decisions too. But in the game, you know, you're always going to become a pro. You're always going to become a Hall of Famer. Shout out to Smokey Mudcat. That's Brad's player. I mean, you know, he was a perennial all-star. And yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, you're always going to be a big leaguer, no matter what your stats were or anything. And, and I'm not saying that we're all going to make it to the big leagues or we're all going to be Hall of Famers. But, you know, no matter what your answer is to these questions, you're going to end up being successful and having a good life as, as long as, you know, try and live the right way where you're going to get to that point in your life where, you know, you've made it and done these things. And, you know, there's different paths, but I think God always has the plan for you. And Unfortunately for me, that wasn't a perennial all-star or all <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm doing different things and being successful in what I'm doing because no matter what I answer, as long as I'm trying to do it, you know, in the right way with God's help, you know, you're going to get right, there. Right, yep. That's good. It really is kind of a good analogy because uh, even though you may not pick correctly when you make a choice, um, you know, if you're following God, you still become an all-star in his army, you know, type deal. So. I think it's a great analogy. Um, one of the things Addy and I talked about was, and this is, I'm going to give you a little biblical reference, and uh, this is for you to correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, you know, Moses, uh, I believe, was told that he was going to lead people into the promised land, and I believe that he probably felt like he would be a part of that as well. And, uh, you know, he ended up not getting into the promised land. Now, I know he made a mistake, but at the same time, I think that was part of his deal, and, and it was it ended up being different than what I think he probably believed. So it kind of gives me that understanding of like, kind of like what Mason was saying was he didn't give Moses the whole picture, right? up. He didn't give him the whole picture right up front. He said, here's what you're going to do. Do this for me, do it well. And you know, but how it ends up is how it ends up. 
Now, me growing up all these years, not reading the Bible, I thought that many didn't get into heaven. That changes everything, you know. He did all this and didn't get into heaven. Well, when you're screwed up like me, you're using that as ammo. Like, well, Moses didn't even get into the promised land, and people are just accepting it because they think I'm just talking about the promised land of, of you know, where the Israelites were going to end up, and I'm thinking it's heaven, you know, and so it kind of was a, was a deal. But really good, really good. So um, as uh, we get further um, down this road, uh, what are some things that you draw on to, to trust in Christ? What, what are some, some ways uh, that you grow in that faith how, how, for you specifically? For me, um, just kind of growing in my faith and like knowing that I'm doing the right thing comes with peace because I'm a constantly anxious person that's afraid of messing up. So whenever I'm afraid of doing something wrong, I'm just like, okay, if I'm wrong, then tell me I'm wrong. Just give me anxiety. I'll take it. But like, if I'm doing right, then just like surround me with peace. So that's been something that's like a solace for me, basically, is just having peace with the decision or with the situation or whatever I'm going through at the time. I like that. I feel for me, my my faith grows, and this is such a, you know, undermining of faith because this is probably not how faith works, but through experiences where God has come through and, you know, done good things for me and you know now I look at those things like okay well he he did it there so you know I'm I can trust him in this one and I don't think that's the right way to look at it but you know you kind of rely on those things that have happened in your life like you know making it to college to play baseball that was one that you know I didn't think was going to happen and ended up working out and then staying out here this long wasn't something that I planned on and and now I'm here and you know you look at those times where you were in question and you were questioning what was going to happen in your life and then you've seen the results that come from trusting in God. And now it's like, okay, he did it for me then. I, he's going to do, and, and right. that's not really faith. Cause it's like faith is believing that God's going to do right by you, no matter what's gone on. And I've had my fair share of good and bad. So still having faith is faith in itself, but um, it, you know, it, it helps to see things that have gone on previously in your life and other people's lives and, and grow through those experiences. That's good. Yeah. For me, it's uh, and I should be doing it every day, but I have kind of, fall into the wayside of reading my bible daily and praying oh, re- regularly so what? it's like yeah Mason? yeah even, oh my even me gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever i do get on a regular schedule and i hate to call it a schedule because uh, I, I it's really meant to be a relationship it's not like the to-do list today is to talk to god it's not i should want to do this mm-hmm. but whenever i do truly plug into it on a daily basis then, then I really start hearing God's voice, and I really start getting a better sense of where he's wanting me to go. But then when I shut him out, or either it's intentionally or unintentionally, and usually it's unintentionally because I just don't schedule it into my day, and so it'll fall to the wayside, and I'll stop hearing him because I won't be as in tuned with uh, his word and it, with his spirit as I would have had I been fully plugged in. And so that's really one of the big things for me is I, I get a clearer direction whenever I'm fully plugged in. That's really good. That's really good. Well, that's really uh, about all the time that we have for this week. Um, I do want to remind everybody out there that on Sunday nights, you can check out our live stream of our uh, service that we do. It's always just a brief little message. Um, 
It's at 8 o'clock, and we live stream it at 8 o'clock on Sunday nights. Um, you can check it out on Facebook Live. That's 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. That is correct. We have to say that now for the Europeans mm-hmm. that we got last week, or was it two weeks ago when we got added all those Europeans? And all the Canadian fans. Oh, yeah. I forget. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, 8 o'clock Central Time on Facebook Live, also on uh, ampstation.online.church. Um, you can check out the live stream there as well. I just want to say on this topic that, um, you know, no matter what, uh, when you're going through decision times, it doesn't matter if it's an easy dis- or, a, you know, I say easy, a, a common decision or a complex decision, uh, you need to know that God's always there with you in it. And with that, that should bring you comfort. That should bring you peace. If you will include him in the decision process, I believe that he will lead you uh, in an obvious way, that word that I learned a while ago was palpable that I just love because it's it's you know that you know, and that's huge whenever you're trying to walk this this life with Christ. Um, so I want to leave with uh, this verse, um, and it's Deuteronomy thirty one six. It's be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Because I think it's also very important that you know that sometimes you're going to get it wrong. You're going to make the decision that was your decision and not necessarily God's. But that doesn't mean that he's going to leave you. That doesn't mean that he's going to forsake you. And if you will admit that decision and just turn to God and say, hey, I got it wrong this time. I didn't listen to you. He will put you back on the path that he wants you on. And we've got to trust in that. So, hey, guys, I really appreciate you being here this week. Um, For those of you out there, I've still only sent out one t-shirt and I want to send out more. So our address is in the description below. Um, so look that up, send us a, 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 a letter by mail, put your shirt size in there and uh, we will mail you back a shirt. And in a, another week or so, we're going to actually create another unique way for you to get one of our new amp station, no trend or truth podcast t-shirts. So, I love you guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Trend or Truth podcast. This podcast is recorded out of the AMP station in Claremore, Oklahoma. AMP is a Christian ministry geared towards college students and young adults with an emphasis on loving God, loving people, and making disciples. If you like what you heard, consider becoming a subscriber so you don't miss out on a single episode. We release new entries every Monday. Also, rate and review this podcast on iTunes and share it on social media. Once again, thank you for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time.